joined by special guest Josh Weinstein, where we're talking about plays. How does one write a play? What are some playwrights he likes? And third, we'll talk about his involvement in Second Stories, a local storytelling company here in Chicago. And we'll have a special edition Fight Club segment where we'll have playwrights fight each other. All right, folks, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of That Is Not A Podcast. This is a podcast. And we're joined by a special guest today, Josh Weinstein. And if you Google him, there's a lot of Josh Weinsteins out there, (laughs) I found out. But this specific one is Josh Weinstein from Chicago. (laughs) Uh, He's a writer. He's a director. He's a producer. He's a marketer. Uh, currently, um, he heads a global marketing uh, automation at the world's largest insurance organization, which is pretty dope. Um, but that's not all he does, folks. He also sits on a board um, as a treasurer for The Second Story. It's a local uh, storytelling company here in Chicago uh, dedicated to creating and crafting stories, sharing uh, experiences. Um, and then there's more. In the past, from 2005 to 2015, he served as executive director in a local uh, theater company called Livewire here in Chicago, who me and Chris uh, has participated in. Um, and then there's more, folks. And he produces his own videos under his production company, WC Productions. Um, and one of those uh, productions was featured in a local uh, film festival here. Um, Chris, what was the name of it? Revival. Revival. Film, right, Josh? Yeah. Yeah, it was revival. That's him. Revival. This is him. This That's is him. him. That's, That's me. That's uh, me. He's been here the whole time. Talk yet, <laughs> no, but, yeah, we're, no, we're, no, no. You jumped the gun, but you're <laughs> in now. Gun, okay. You're yeah. in yeah. now. Well, here it is. I should wait for my theme music, though, right? Oh, wait. Yeah, oh, we you guys the theme music? Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. So ignore what I just said. No, no, no. Here we go. Okay. And it's. All right, so we got your theme music, and we have to say that you do have a wife and a kid who he wants to shout out to. And you can find them at the local playground. Yeah. Um, hanging out, sliding down the slides. Yeah. I asked her what uh, I should say here today, mm-hmm. and she said I should say, hello. <laughs> she <laughs> says adorable. more words than that, but that's what she wanted me to tell you guys. Okay. Well, oh, okay. we say hello. Yeah. yeah. Well, hello back. That's so great. Okay. And she's yeah. a fan of the show. That's amazing. She loves this show. Yeah. She yes. listens to it every night um, after she's gone to sleep. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, so yeah. we're on her noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have a sound machine. Yeah, that sound plays, machine. And it plays static. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and we figured we'd just, just play this instead. So we started <laughs> doing that. And cool. Coming yeah, cool. in yeah. strong. Okay, yeah, yeah, well, so you're saying we have fans. We belong in dreams. <laughs> yeah, I like she, that. She we... does wake up talking a lot of nonsense. Oh, well, <laughs> she does <laughs> listen to our show. Mortal Kombat things. <laughs> yeah. So, but she has been cool. throwing things at us lately. Like, yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. she's in Nels. I seen that, yeah. like at restaurants. Well, we don't go to restaurants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just like because of COVID times, or just? Oh yeah, yeah. COVID times. Okay. Like, so she's two and a half. So mm-hmm. both of her birthdays have been Zoom birthdays. Oh shit. Yeah. So we're looking forward to a third birthday where we can actually have people around, so, mm-hmm. crazy. so you can yeah. throw things at those people and not us. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Well, welcome, thank Josh. You. It's no, good to you. see you. I feel like yeah. we haven't seen you in. It has been. A it's long been ages. Time. What it was the? It was uh, a baby shower. 
Oh the yeah, baby shower. you guys with the baby yeah. shower. I feel like that was yeah, a, yeah. And then, yeah. And then yeah. The, the pandemic. Uh-huh. Then the pandemic came when you haven't seen each other. I thought it was uh, King Kong Skull Island was the last time, but oh. I think that the baby shower was no. after that. That yeah. was, that was, I think we did a play after King Kong Skull yeah. Island. Oh yeah. I yeah, think cause, so. Because Madeline was pregnant while she was doing that play. Right. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. The, so that was that the, the uh, waiting for um, Chekhov. No, <laughs> no, Wojciech, 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 Wojciech. No, 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 no. It, it was the, the uh, teenage, the high school the, play. Yeah, it was the, it was the, um, my play based off Final Fantasy VIII. It was the, I'm not, oh, right, right, right. I won't, wait, what's the title of the play? I won't have anyone talk about me in the past tense. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She had that great scene with, yeah. with uh, a past guest LB, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And Ian was in the play? Ian was in the play. I was yeah, in the play, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. How's it going? He does awesome. acting, this guy. Well, yeah. I'm retired, Josh. I don't know if you've been you're listening. Retired? Yeah, I'm retired That's now. actually acting. true. That's not actually true. It's true? No, it's, no, not, it's not true. true. Okay. It's not okay. true because because as soon as I have something for him to do, it's right. definitely going to do <laughs> So you're, you're just basically waiting for someone to pull you out of retirement. Yeah. Well, I'm out of retirement. Like, I only wait, I do out of retirement now. Well, okay. Let's just get it clear. Okay. I'm retired, retired, but I only perform for Chris. For Chris. Oh. But not in front of an audience, just like when he comes over. <laughs> well, that's private talk. That's for bonus. <laughs> that's bonuses. Well, okay. Okay, so okay. I apologize. No, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Is this like... off topic. We're, we're talking about you now. <laughs> yeah, right. We should be talking about you. Now. No, we're talking Don't about deflect. you. Is this, is this how you get ideas for you when you write plays? You just, just spitball? Yeah, basically. Yeah, in my head. Or with other people. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, so what is the creative process like with Ride the Play? I mean, do you want me to get serious? Yeah, I mean, we're always this serious. Why, okay. That's why okay. people click play on this to listen. <laughs> so when I when I first started writing plays, that's kind of how it happened, was I just sat down and just started writing and let, you know, my head do yeah. whatever it needed to do mm-hmm. and got, you know, some sort of stream of conscious story out there, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and as I've grown and matured, as you guys can see, I've got mm-hmm. gray hairs now. Mm-hmm. Um, I do some outlining now. And so, mm. you know, I've got to have something to say. I've got to have something, you know, important to say. Mm-hmm. And then I will just outline what the story, what the structure is going to be. And then I'll write the play, um, mm. which I was very much against when I first started writing because I was like, F that. I'm allowed to say F that on the You can podcast? curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Curse. Yeah, yeah, right. curse. Well, uh, Shit fuck you know, cock balls. Whoa. Hey, whoa. <laughs> My daughter's listening to this. I'm right. so sorry. Come on, man. She's sleeping. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a kid's podcast, right? It's yeah, 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 yeah. It's a kid's okay, podcast. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah. The children. No, I was very against like the the outlining because it's like, why mm. would I want to think about what I'm going to write before I actually write? Mm. Um mm. Which is stupid, but it's also, um, you know, because you're going to actually think about something before you write it anyways, mm-hmm. stream of conscious or whatever. It's got to go to your brain, to your fingers, to the computer, or mm-hmm. for, you know, if you yeah. want to write it by hand like a, a Neanderthal, you know, you can do that sure, too. Yeah. Um, so, um, no. And then I realized outlining helps um, with, the, with, the, with the writing. It also speeds up the, the writing process. Mm, um, okay. I, I can write a play in a couple of days if I've already outlined it versus oh, really? writing a play um, just kind of stream of conscious that could take, you know, many, many long nights. Um, huh. to, that to get that That's done. so interesting. So, what, that makes sense. What's the longest, like, I guess the longest it took you to write like a play or a script you produced? 
that I actually got produced probably a couple of years. Um, I had the play we did soldiers uh, mm-hmm. started off as a 10 minute play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went through a couple iterations and it, and it was probably three or four years before it actually got produced from when I kind of wrote that 10 minute play had the idea that I want it to be a full-length play and then actually wrote that full-length play. Yeah, it's always amazing to me when you hear people and they're like, oh, it took me 10 years to write this mm-hmm. and I went through like 50 drafts. And I was like, damn, that's so... I think it, yeah, I mean, I think I think it's actually pretty normal for these things to take a long time. Because mm-hmm. you like, would have a kernel of an idea, right? Yeah. And then it takes a little while to grow. But then also just the reality of making a play. If we're talking about plays or just anything, yeah. really, mm-hmm. like it takes years. It, it does just exactly. take years to figure this out of like the right place when to do it Mm -hmm. and not even like full production just like oh i had this idea i think this would be a good spot for it you know what i mean whatever and you got to wait for that spot and then over Mm -hmm. that time you're thinking about other things that could be added to that place you're going back to the play you're you're adding things here taking things out here times change people change you're like okay well if it's gonna be produced now versus it's gonna be produced in five years you know the world changes in a lot in a lot in five years and gonna gotta gotta change that play or you're presenting a play that's five years old at that point and that's gonna people right. are gonna know like hmm. you haven't worked on this in five years. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> like, definitely what you've been doing for the past five years. Yeah. Well speaking of like working on stuff, so what's your favorite form? T V scripts, movies, screenplays, plays? I mean, what have you done? What haven't you done? What do you wanna do? Currently, uh, screenplays are, are my favorite. Um, I three, four years ago um, did something that I meant to do for the past 10, 12 years when I moved to Chicago was to take a class at uh, Second City mm-hmm. on uh, for screenplays uh, oh, and learn how to do that. And I've been writing plays uh, for theater for 20 years. So then it's like, what do I do? How do I transition over to the screenplay, right? Oh. Um, and my first class and my first kind of presentation of my work to the class the instructor was like if you hadn't told me you were a playwright reading that i could tell you're a playwright and so then, <laughs> then the conversation Uh-oh. was how do i transition from being a playwright to mm. uh, a, a a film writer or yeah. a screenplay writer um and it was really about um showing more versus telling more like you or mm-hmm. saying more um mm-hmm. in theater you can you can write a scene that's you know 20 minutes long where two people are just talking to mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. um, and the action is going to happen within that 20 minutes and in, in, in film or most films that you're looking at, you're, you're watching a scene is going to be a minute, 30 seconds, two minutes. You got to mm-hmm. kind of get in and out. Mm. You got to convey what you want to say in that short period of time. Um, and, and it's more writing visually than kind of um, cranially. Would mm-hmm. that be the right word? Um, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, That's yeah, a good like word. That. Yeah, we'll, we'll make that up. Um, <laughs> and so it was, you know, it was it was whittling down. It was getting in and out of scenes um, a lot quicker. You know, my first couple drafts um, were you know, three 10 minute scenes. And I'm like, great, mm-hmm. I've got a first act because that's 30 pages, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, no, you need to cut eight pages out of each of those scenes because these are way too long and no one is going to uh, watch this movie. So w- how many pages are we looking for a screenplay? You're going to look at a, a standard screenplay is going to be 120 pages because that's two hours, right? And okay. so you you could think about it as a minute, uh, a minute a page. Ah, right? That's what Chris always says, yeah. yeah. That's kind of the same in theater too, even though yeah. Yeah, like yeah. a minute a page. But I mean, obviously it's different because you can write any words on there like 
dances yeah. for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you know what? In, uh, in undergrad, I, I was in undergrad for marketing, advertising, mm-hmm. and I took a, uh, a class about like writing for commercials mm-hmm. and the, the, the assignment was to write a commercial for a car. Yeah. And I wrote a commercial for a car that was a page long cause we were just watching a car drive around. And the mm-hmm. instructor mm-hmm. was like, this is, this is a third, like a 15 second spot. You're supposed to write a three minute like commercial. I was like, first off, there's no three minute commercials out there. Right. <laughs> yeah. well, we're going to watch the car drive for three minutes. That's what the thing is. And he's like, no, that's not the case. <laughs> so we had a lot of arguments like about that. that and really? eventually I had to leave that class because I just disagreed with a lot of things he said. Um, Cause it is, you know, uh, right, yeah. a, a minute, a page, a minute of just dialogue is not actually, or a page of dialogue is not a minute. A page of dialogue is going to be about five minutes right so sure, right then yeah. your next couple pages needs to be whittled down a little bit more but also yeah. you know a, a, a page of you know a car driving mm-hmm. is, is not a minute it could it could be 15 seconds it could be three minutes right, right. Yeah. yeah that's so funny i didn't i didn't think about commercials needed scripts <laughs> yeah they yeah. probably yeah they probably yeah. need scripts. They really though you know I don't know because yeah, like you said, well, like no, it's usually copy. no, it's very important. Copy, is it? they call it copy. Yeah, yeah, oh, copy. the copy yeah, script, yeah, yeah, yeah. the point, exact yeah. things that people are saying. This is yeah. true. This is true. Uh, I had to, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm no. Yeah, was, well, we had I wrote ad copy for our sponsorship okay. this season. Oh yeah, and yeah, I, I see. yeah and I had sponsors on the show. We have sponsors. Well, don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm we're in season it. two. <laughs> season two, course baby. Yeah, of course we have sponsors. Awesome. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I had to Google like ad copy scripts of how to like put it together yeah and yeah yeah to piece it together did you get your certification after that i did i did awesome. i did That's google cool. thank you <laughs> who was not a sponsor of his tv <laughs> yeah so we're gonna say woogle, woogle. Okay. Okay. Sponsor. Okay. Nice. yeah excellent uh okay well okay have, well i guess i have one more question because i did uh participate with you one time we're reading one of your scripts yep. it was a yeah, yeah. Can you talk about that one? It was a screenplay, right? That was a screenplay. Um, I'm still working on that one. It's, mm-hmm. it's been I've been working on it for a while, um, and that's really out of my love of the probably dying art of, of physical comedy, the Chaplin, the the Buster Keaton uh, mm-hmm. era, um, and I think that it, that need, it needs a revival. Um, and then yeah. also, my wife is like. Uh, an amazing physical comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, so I developed a character, and we we actually had we have short videos of this character called It's Madeline Long, and it, her name is Madeline Long, but yeah. the character's name is It's Madeline Long, uh, um, gotcha. and it is just a silent, you know, um, character who just gets into mm-hmm. various um, different. Um, uh, predicaments and, and, how, and watching her get out of those predicaments. Humorous right? predicaments. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Humorous predicaments. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah. It's comedy. Right? Yeah. 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 Did, did I get that right? Yeah. You got yeah, it right. Yeah. No, you got it right. Yeah. It's a physical comedy at the beginning. So I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's not drama. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the idea for that screenplay was that we were watching not only the character that she plays, but also her like dealing with her life and then also dealing with her life of being that character. Um, I think that it might develop to actually just be a screenplay about like that character mm-hmm. um, and not kind of coming back into like a, a like w- us watching that her, her play that character yeah, um, or go through that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, w- 
what's really fun about that is writing those physical bits, right? So there's a bit where she's on the train mm-hmm. and she's kind of getting beaten up by like a, or getting chased by mm-hmm. like a big bully, yeah. um, which is kind of a classic trope in Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of writing her running around, you know, using the various props on a train, like an L train, mm-hmm. um, to escape this person. Um, she uses, you know, someone who has a, a walker. She uses some newspapers. She's kind of runs around and, and because we're kind of, we're working in like the fantasy physical realm, you know, she's kind of running, you know, uh, uh using the poles to kind of do these acrobatic, um, feats as well. Uh, and kind of just like writing that stuff is just, is really fun. And, you know, again, the difference between a, a screenplay and, and a theater play, mm-hmm. you know, there are, there are theaters plays that have, you know, physical stuff going on, going on, but you're usually not writing it as kind of in depth as, uh, you would in, in the screenplay or yeah. on location. You yeah. say, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause on you're like, well, we're going to actually point. be on a train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Can, and are you like when you, cause the physical writing is kind of interesting. Me. So like, are, are you just making a marker in the script of like, she's going to do something funny with the you know, with this, with mm-hmm. the newspaper, are you writing like exactly? She rolls up the newspaper like this, hits them over the head. They make this face. Ah, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a good know, question. Yeah, yeah. yeah, at the at at I'll start with a marker. Mm-hmm. Something funny needs to happen with the right. newspaper, and then I'll just start like riffing off of that, and I'll, um, you know, I'll I'll get to as specific as I can, mm-hmm. and I think okay. that in, in some respects, at least for this type of script, I think that's needed a lot of kind of directors of films will say, will will erase all that stuff and just like, I just want you to give me that marker and I'm going to make the, the, the stuff happen. And for me, I'm, I'm writing a blueprint, right? Mm -hmm. Um, If a director comes in a first off, if anyone wants to produce this film (laughs) and give me money for that, you know, or not, you know, if there's just, you know, sponsors and Mm -hmm. things like that, um, I'm fine with that. I want, I would love for it to be made. So if someone comes to me and says, I want to make this, but I want to change these things, Mm -hmm change them you just that, want to yeah, take, yeah. Just yeah. Want it on the screen i like yeah. i okay. like it to get on the screen i like to I, as long yeah. as the the underlying story or the message that we're trying to to mm-hmm. get through so the message of this one is just you know it's it's a, a pure of heart like it's 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 family friendly comedy um you know it's just about a woman who is you know going through predicaments and growing right mm-hmm. so if we can get that across and we can get some physical comedy in there mm-hmm great like i will mm-hmm. i will allow you to produce my my play and you can change how the person hits you know if it's a right the okay. tribune versus the sun times like not, I'm not not good good argue that. Good um, uh, but that's... at least for what i wanted to get out of this one i wanted to write it as specific as possible so okay. that someone reading it because mm-hmm. that's the first thing to get it produced is someone's got to read this right, right yeah. Yeah. Um, i want it to be um a good read Okay. Um, yeah. And so if I can, you know, any good book is going to be very detailed and mm-hmm. kind of give you all those kind of key things going on, um, then that's where I'm at. That so, makes sense. Yeah, it's so great you said, especially from a, like an artist's perspective, because I heard that's what holds a lot of people back sometimes from getting their work produced because you're it's like your baby you don't want to change anything right and some people are so like flexible they're, you know yeah. they're like no this is the vision this is what we're going for mm-hmm. yeah and sometimes you, you do got to flex a little bit if you absolutely you know yeah. unless you're like you know unless you really made it and then you have the juice to be like no this is the vision you have to <laughs> as you're going you know and i think the idea is like what he's saying is like your vision should just be the core of it mm-hmm. and like the little details don't need to be i mean I, to a point right yep to, to a point, point. Yeah, like, yeah. you just gotta be flexible yeah but like yeah. 
but you can't. But also, you should hold your ground if people are listening to this. Yeah, yeah. you shouldn't I, let it, you know the yeah. it being taken away from you. Right, right. I'm not advocating right. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm on the spectrum more of like I, I'm I'm more flexible than most people. Like, mm. sure, the play that we did. Um, the not king right so yeah. oh yeah look i remember was, that one that was mm-hmm. i have an idea mm-hmm. and and i i did not write that play right i came we came together as a group of artists and we had some actors chris directed it mm-hmm. i was sitting there with my computer mm-hmm. and chris would have people do exercises and, and mm-hmm. play around and while people played i took what was happening um in that play area and i was mm-hmm. writing that down right so yeah, yeah. yes i was physically writing the play mm-hmm. but I would say that we all wrote that play. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, seriously, like we all wrote that play. So, you know, I'm just saying, like, it wasn't just me. Yeah. Right. right. No. So if yeah, everyone has anything bad to say about that. Oh, that's great. Blaming us. That's why it hasn't been produced is because, <laughs> because we all wrote it and I just didn't just like did, say yeah, you whatever. I'm just going to write oh, it. should have been less flexible for that. You know, I think that that's where I get, I was just interested in how flexible I could be as a writer. Okay, yeah. And that's I think dope. that that's where that kind of process and that um, yeah. that play came about. That's like a, really cool. Like a reed in the wind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, speaking of, uh, of processes, is there any like playwrights you kind of look up to or any favorite ones you have out here? Yeah, Past so, or and old or, or no, I said that wrong. <laughs> Past and new, Pat, new and yeah, that's good. Yeah, he understood the question. <laughs> um, so I did get my MFA in playwriting, right? Okay. Um, and I was a very uh, cocky um, playwriting student, nice. and so I would say that um, I was the third best playwright, and sure. uh, the two playwrights that were better than mm-hmm. me was Ooh. Samuel Beckett and uh-huh. Carol Churchill. Uh, I can but, see that. Okay, I can see. I can see that. Any, I can see that. Where, where'd you get your MFA from? From University of Arkansas, okay. the, the esteemed you know mm-hmm. place where everyone gets their MFA in playwriting. <laughs> right, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but I went there because I had no background in theater. I wanted to get immersed in theater, and that was mm-hmm. going to give me that opportunity. And so awesome. I saw a whole bunch of my plays being done. I got to work, you know, in various aspects. I got to do sound design, assistant yeah. director, direct, etc. Because I had no language of theater, and mm-hmm. as a writer, you got to have the language of that medium. Yeah. So that was a good immersive experience, um, you know. In Arkansas, they don't like the word fuck. So, um, wait, what my plays were not well received there? How many? Oh, you <laughs> really? like Quentin Tarantino or just really? like uh, fucks? I am not Quentin Tarantino, How but it fuck? appeared in, in some of it those people's eyes, it seemed like I was a Quentin Tarantino character just like swearing to swear. But the characters I was writing, that's what their language was, right? Um, and so. Not sure where I was going with that one, except for <laughs> well, I what mean, was I, I, saying? I, I don't know. Well, you're talking about your school. Oh, your no, past uh, being my favorite playwrights. Yeah, yeah play, favorite playwrights. Play yeah, yeah, yeah. diverge from yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a good list. Um, Beckett, Churchill, then John yeah. Weinstein. Yeah. I, exactly. I like that yeah, list. Yeah, totally, Actually, totally. Yeah. Um, I, as I read more, Sam Shepard. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he was a he was a close third. Close um, third. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, well, uh, those would be my those would be my my go tos. Okay. Yeah. And then with, with Beckett's for some of our uh, listeners who aren't theater nerds, who who is Beckett? What are a couple of, like famous Beckett plays they might have to Google or Google? Um, you, you can Google "Waiting for Godot." Yeah, that's probably the one. The famous heard, uh, one, right? That's his most famous one. Um, Crap's last tape is a really good one. What is well. that? Crap's last. I've never heard Crap's of this last tape. And the, what is the guy's name? It's the guy's name yeah. is. Crap. I think it's crap. It's got to be crap. I think it's crap, crap, right? No, it's not yeah. crap. Yeah, it's, it's, I've heard it all. Crap too. I've heard crap too. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy's name. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so. 
it was a tape as in like he, he's recording a tape. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And okay. also the one with the king and the, or not the king, but the blind guy. Homecoming. Oh, Endgame. Endgame, sorry. Ooh, Endgame. That's a little Marvel. Yeah, the Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, I kept okay. making that joke. Yeah. 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 Endgame. Um, yes, that's his other famous one. Yeah. Okay. And what, what time period is Beckett? What were we looking at? Uh, Mid like forties, fifties, fifties. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm glad Chris is here because he does more history. I than love. I do. He I paid attention in well. class. I know. Um, that's what uh, I heard. Yeah, yeah. I heard he was cheating off of you a little bit though. No, no, no. Well, no, yeah, because I paid. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Chris should tell the story though. Should tell the story. We should talk about that. No, no. Just tell the story real quick. I mean, we went to college together. Yeah, and he sat next to me. But I didn't go to college with you guys. You guys. No. Yeah, we. Yeah, we met. Afterwards in Chicago, we both ended up in Chicago. Um. And I was sitting next to Ian, and uh, we're talking about the composer, John Cage, uh, the famous composer. Mm-hmm. Um, As does, you would in any playwriting I, class. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it, was, it was more like uh, just like a general art class, I guess, and they're mm-hmm. talking about different artists, and he was, you know, a guy that did weird things with music. Things yeah. out of the box, mm-hmm. you know? So one of the answers was, you know, John Cage, and, and Ian asked me during the class like you know this is college but like it was, yeah, it was yeah. theater school you know? you're my friend um, you know yeah and I said, you should and help I, me out i gave him the answer johnny cage nailed like, it yeah. i was like i know exactly <laughs> yeah I and, then, before. and then from there somehow everyone else in the class answered johnny cage <laughs> for this answer that's awesome and the teacher sean graney mm-hmm. um he said why did everyone answer johnny cage for this? <laughs> and they made some sort of scorpion joke like get over here scorpion joke nice and it was one of the best moments in my life <laughs> it's good that you had a professor who knew the joke he knew right? yeah, yeah. Some professors cage who are was, not yeah. going to understand that yeah. and just be like my students are idiots they're just idiots it's close enough that's close enough that's awesome um and what was the other playwright you mentioned um carol carol, carol churchill. churchill so and then so for a same same uh thing who what are some famous churchill so I think her famous her famous one is either Cloud Nine or Top Girls. She's a British playwright mm, gotcha. um, out of the Royal Theatre Company, right? Mm, um, yeah, she's still and she's and still she writes plays. very Beckett esque, uh, mm-hmm. where it's just very sparse, um, and it really is up to there is some interpretation that needs to occur, you know, in the theater making from the play, like as it's written to mm-hmm. what's being seen by an audience mm-hmm. and obviously that's going to happen on every play right right and but that, that's kind of built but, in especially yeah. to churchill that's like built in yeah yeah exactly like she wants the people making the play to make these decisions yeah and that's exactly. like part of the experience so yeah. it's like a funny i guess that's kind of why i asked you before of like are you just marking these things or do you actually want the right yeah so yeah she is just like kind of marking these like yep. figure this mm-hmm. out Exactly. Just telling you to figure this exactly. out. Which I yeah. kind of like, right? So I like the process of trying to go in and then like adding on to something, a yes mm-hmm. and part of yeah, yeah, yeah. theater yeah, yeah, yeah. and the collaboration, yeah, exactly. you know? Exactly. Yeah. If, and we're just going to talk about Beckett a little bit. He's the exact opposite right. of that, though. Yeah, exactly. He says, do not figure this out. Do exactly what I say. Yeah. And if you don't do what I say, there yeah. is a, there is like the Beckett Foundation yep. right now will shut your play down. If you don't say word for word. Exactly. Okay, so or exactly as it was so written. I think it's coming, like I think that um, the the time frame is coming to an end. Really? Where, like, where it's going to yeah, be. Where like That's Beckett crazy. will be open too. It'll unless they. Open source or, or like, what's it called? I forget what it's called. Yeah. Uh, domain. What's it called? I forget those words. Eminent domain. Eminent domain. Ooh, that's a good word. It's almost yeah, there. That's, right? that's, that's a good, good word. word. We should Google it's that one. Yeah, yeah. We'll go. We'll go that one. We'll go that one. Well, okay. Well, that brings up a good question though. So how hard are you, if we 
you're you know you wrote the play i'm i'm performing as an actor retired actor uh-huh. but um <laughs> uh would you get upset if an actor because you hear this all the time you hear this in hollywood i think more than theater that actors be like oh, i'm not saying it that way uh do you get upset or you like look th- I wrote it this way. Say it this way. If the if in the if the intention is still there, then I'm not going to get upset. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're saying something that that um, changes the intention, it's not getting upset. It's just like correcting you. Yeah, you know, and it's and then that's a, the collaboration. It's more on my job or the director's job to get you to understand the intention, so you can mm-hmm. deliver it in the same intention. And whether that's you know. Um, this word or that word, that really doesn't matter as long as that intention is there. Okay. Um, but okay. I do think that changing words can change the intention and that, yeah. that could and be that's harmful people, yeah. to the story that we're trying mm-hmm. to tell, that character's arc, et cetera. And mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to work on when we go through rehearsals and things like that. Okay. Yeah. Is there uh, any famous like screenplays right, uh, writers that you like? Is there like Edward Sorkin? Tarantino. Um, I mean, Sorkin, yeah. Uh, Tarantino, less. I, I would say, like, Joel and Ethan Cohen are probably oh, my yeah. favorite. Oh, um, yeah. So, Looking forward yeah, to having Macbeth no. coming out soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 It looks um, great. So I, I think that reading those as well as watching those are just, is a great experience. So yeah. yeah. I've never read a screenplay. Isn't that funny? I mean, not like a, like a, yeah, a movie that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I've never, like, said, they said you should do that sometimes. Should, like, and, yeah, you should yeah. read it if you really like the movie. Yeah. Um, what is it about the Cohen brothers? Because I feel like some of their stuff is very, uh, is very theater. And then when you said physical theater, you like that. I think about Raising Arizona, which is one of my yep, favorites. Yep, yep. And the physicality of uh, what uh, Nicolas Cage is doing in that movie just makes me laugh all the yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, is that one of the things? Because it kind of feels like they put theater on film to me a little bit. I, I think you're. I think all the people are talking about are kind of this, a similar tradition and path. You know what I mean? Yep. Like mm-hmm. The Coen Brothers are definitely fans of the same playwrights that you just mentioned. You know what I mean? Yeah, like definitely, like definitely. Yeah, and, and you know, dark comedy is 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 my jam. Like I love a dark comedy, and I mm-hmm. think they're like the kings of dark comedy um so yeah like the, that physicality that they bring out and mm-hmm. I, I think that they seamlessly take all those different like um tropes or 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 histories of of those famous playwrights and kind of meld them yeah well together to to tell like modern stories and while some of their stories aren't modern i still think the way they tell the story is modern mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. just also you know we're in, in the film world i feel like not only are we hearing good dialogue? We're we're seeing great actors. We're yeah. also like watching like pretty beautiful films. Mm-hmm. Um, their their cinematography. Whoever they, I don't I don't know who they work with regularly. Looking at Chris to see if maybe I do not know. I do yeah, not we know. wish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, sorry. But, like it's it's, 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 it's always visually yeah. appealing as mm-hmm. well. And similar um, too. They have yeah, definitely yeah. a style. Like you can aesthetic. tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they are great, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so good. I saw Blood Simple recently for the first oh, time yeah, this yeah. year. Yeah. Oh man, that's like their first one. It's their first one. Oh, I never it's seen their first one, one, but it's usually the last one everyone like right? sees of theirs. Like they'll oh, watch so everything good. and then they'll watch Blood Simple. And be that like, was oh, before so Raising Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always and thought Raising Arizona was the it's first dark. One. Yeah. It's like as dark as No Country for Old Men. It's oh, like really? Dark. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit different tone, and it's just they're just great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and it feels very like American, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like this, they they tap into something awful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Seems> <laughs> to America. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speak, speaking of No Country for Old Men, dialogue is so important, and it just keeps you enthralled. Maybe there's one scene in No Country Men. He, he 
I don't know, spoiler alert, but he goes so, to uh, this little like gas station and they have this dialogue back and forth and it's just mm-hmm. two guys talking. Yeah. I could watch it at least 20 times and yeah. each time come away with something different. Exactly. I don't know if you've ever seen that scene. Have you guys? Yeah, no, I, I watched I, the I movie, think. but I skipped that scene. Just that one scene. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I don't like gas station scenes. No, but I think it, that's I exactly like what I love about them, right? It is. It's. It's. You could just watch mm-hmm. their characters interact, and, mm-hmm. and it could just be that like the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. But they're they're doing so much more. They're doing that plus that physical comedy mm-hmm. plus the darkness plus the com. You know, all mm-hmm. that stuff together. Hey guys, give me an ad break. Some people say that cucumbers taste better pickled, and Chef Brian Green can't agree more. As a lifelong Midwesterner, Chef Green has always loved to harvest and preserve the last of the season's peat-flavored fruits and vegetables in many forms, such as, but not limited to, gardeneras, sauces, pickles, hot sauces, and jams. Pickled Prince makes everything in small batches from their home base here in Chicago. If you live in Chicago, place your orders today at pickledprince.com and follow on Instagram at the pickled prince. Hey Chris, do you like sweets? I'm eating a cookie right now. <laughs> well, I know the tastiest baked goods in Chicago. When Sugar Met Whiskey by Elise Smith is your one-stop shop for your custom AM and PM baked boxes. AM boxes for your breakfast sweets while drinking coffee in your Star Wars PJs. And PM boxes over your nighttime desserts when you're laying in bed watching your favorite movie or TV show, eating all the goodies you can. The contents of the box change monthly. If you live in Chicago, place your orders today at whensugarmetwhiskey.com and please follow her on Instagram at whensugarmetwhiskey. All right, folks, back to the show. Speaking of like dialogue and storytelling, there's a, there's a company you're involved with here in Chicago. You want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I'm on the board of Second Story. Um, mm-hmm. It's a storytelling organization. Um, we're really all about uh, real stories for real change. Um, our mantras are craft, courage, and inclusion. Um, story uh, Second Story been, has been around for 20 years, um, or over 20 years now, because I think we're in our 20 third or 24th season i think 23rd um season wow um i just got involved in the past four or five years Um, my wife and i went to see a show um we've got mutual friends who are working with the organization um have told stories with the organization um and through just kind of chatting with the folk over there they asked me to be on the board, so I sat mm-hmm. on the board. They didn't have uh, um, anyone with kind of the marketing lens um, to speak to, so I, I became that person. And I also have a background in finance and mm-hmm. and, and theater, so um, just um, kind of nav- naturally progressed to be the the treasurer of mm-hmm. the of the board. So really, just helping navigate, you know, our finances, etc. Um, which currently, amazingly, for a performing arts organization, you mm-hmm. know, with a pandemic, um, our pivot to kind of online storytelling and online performances yeah. went really well. Um, so we have, we have, ju- we have grown over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. um, versus kind of remaining stagnant or, or kind of losing our legs here, um, through the pandemic. But, uh, just, it goes 
whole, whole credit to the people who are running the organization, the mm -hmm. storytelling, and just kind of the core people around um, the organization for for kind of making it through and, and, and seeing ourselves on the other side as a stronger organization yeah. because of that. So That's dope, um, man. Yeah. yeah, it's really fantastic. Uh, it, all the stories are true. All mm -hmm. You know, it's real people telling real stories, right? Um, there is a curation process that, that, mm -hmm. that the storytellers go through. They either have a story that they want to tell mm -hmm. um, that are part of a theme for an evening or they're they're asked to write a story on this theme for this particular uh, evening. Okay. So there's a curator that, who helps them kind of craft that story. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, and it's usually three, four storytellers in, mm -hmm. an, in an evening. Um, and then that's handed off to a director to... Just take that, you know, take their story and, you know, how are you going to present this to an audience um, yeah. when it when you're live versus then, you know, or on Zoom over the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've had the great fortune of being uh, in that director's seat for them for both a live performance and then also for the Zoom performance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and it, it's it's fascinating, A, to be a director of, of going from theater to storytelling or this mm -hmm. type of storytelling because... Um, as a theater director, you're like, well, maybe I'll change this or like, what what the f was this playwright talking about, right? But mm -hmm. you're you're directing the person who wrote the story, mm -hmm. right? So you're not going to be doing and that. It's their actual it's their story, story mm -hmm. actual story. So you're really just helping them like communicate that story better to to an audience, and then taking that onto Zoom um, and getting a little more technical. Mm -hmm how you would direct someone like in a live performance versus zoom, like zoom, a lot of our direction is, you know, to change moods. It's all about just like leaning back or leaning forward. Like, cause <laughs> you're thinking about a screen, like, like that's what it is. And so yeah. we're, we're finding those spots in the story for mm -hmm. them to, you know, how do we get more personal with a group of people over zoom? It's your, mm -hmm. you, your face is more present on the um on the screen mm -hmm. than the times when you know you don't need to be as personal you can kind of lean back and, and and relax there um and then it's all just about you know kind of tone you know yeah tonal shifts um asking you know asking them to take breaths between things here mm -hmm. and there yeah um, and that's going to be the same you know whether you're in person or right um on the zoom that's um, dope presentation. man i love storytelling really yeah. yeah that's pretty interesting uh well Okay, go ahead, Chris. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe we talked about Zoom enough, but like that's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like that, that's always been that's been interesting in the last couple of years of like, yeah. Now we now we have Zoom. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. We don't need to talk about Zoom anymore. That's <laughs> well, I think the the thing about at least second story with Zoom mm -hmm. is you know theater and Zoom mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. I think that's pretty difficult, right? Right. I think this there's some people though. out yeah. there kind of kind of pushing the needle and, and I've mm -hmm. spoken to a couple of those who have kind of pushed the needle to like, you know, starting to get a claim for what they've been doing on zoom. Okay. Mm -hmm. But even there said they, they've said that, you know, yes, we've pushed the needle, but it's still not live theater. Right. Yes. Right. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we are, yeah. we're working within this constraint and yes, we're doing pretty cool things, but like right. it, it's not a replacement for live theater for storytelling. It's different. Right. It's mm -hmm. different. I mean, we're, we're doing a podcast like and it's really just telling a story right mm -hmm. it's one person presenting and, and, right. and that right. over video i think translates a little bit better than um, i could see that for sure that. but you know at, at this point and it seems like it's almost the ideal way of having like a live artistic performance if that it's a storytelling thing because like you just have that box and it's just that person in that box yeah and mm -hmm. it's like this is my story yeah you're just looking at me mm -hmm. tell my story that seems 
that seems like it works. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. might be why you guys are, you know, doing so yeah, yeah. well like this. And we just, just like, we yeah. just added in the past, uh, the past, um, uh, show we did we added a live musician with the oh cool oh that's really cool man. Yeah, that's so cool. one person had a trumpet player behind her the okay. other person had a percussionist and then actually a couple um both the, they were telling a dual story mm-hmm. and then one of them plays a violin one of them plays a cello and so they like played off oh, of that's each so other. Interesting. Um, and that was pretty that's fantastic fun, as well as a technical feat of like you know, if, if you just kind of plug into your Zoom and, and, and tell the story with, like, a trumpet behind you, it's going to sound one way. But, like, we had people behind <laughs> right, exactly. the scenes, um, you know, running boards and things like that. Awesome. So yeah, it's, sure it's that a lot. Like what right. is being fed awesome. into that Zoom is is um, well produced. Um, and that, I think that's another thing that Second Story does well is just, mm-hmm. you know, it, not only do we craft the story, we craft the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a well produced um, um organization yeah. that's dope well let's make sure we plug so you know people can find you guys so that's secondstory.com uh offer writing classes too right there are, no? yeah there are classes awesome. okay. as well um i think on the on the site it's probably under education or something like that okay um we also uh go to organizations um and you know edi work is is very present at a lot of major organizations and mm-hmm. second story will come in and help like craft a you know a seminar for um, you know, your company for your yeah. employees and to kind of talk about these hard issues that uh, everyone's dealing with today. Um, and we, we've done this with a number of organizations for the past couple of years. It's called Culture Builds um, yeah. with Second Story. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, everything that uh, we, the feedback that we get um, from these organizations is that they've never seen their employees kind of open up and, and kind of um, react and, and, you know, uh, connect with things mm-hmm. um, than when we come into that organization yeah. and, and kind of um, help them craft that stuff. Hey, storytelling cool. is a powerful tool, right? Yep, and exactly. It's been yeah. around for ages. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> probably about 20, 30 years, right? Oh, yeah. 20, 30 years. That's when the first story It's real new. It's real yeah, new, yeah. you know. I think so. Just getting going with this yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, I think it's got legs under it. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, switching of legs. Chris, I think it's time for Fight Club, right? Fight Club, just with legs, um, <laughs> no actually, arms. Yeah, let's do let's do some Fight Club. So we should do some Fight Club. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, so is Josh, there theme music for Fight Club. There is theme oh, music. Yeah, you want you want to hear the intro? Yeah, you ready? All right, all right. Let me let me cue it up. Let me cue it up. Let me cue it up. All right, here we go. Fight Club is starting. Every week, Tyler gave the rules that he and I decided. Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. All right, it's Fight Club. I'm so excited. Uh, Chris, why don't you take this over and tell us what special edition we have? Well, we're, we're talking with a playwright here. Um, we all do plays, so it's going to be the Playwright Fight Club. Oh, nice. Gonna, okay. It's going to be uh, playwrights versus other playwrights. And now, I guess we don't know if this is like a fight to the death. Um, like oh, it's, it's a fight club. The, no, it's fight to the death. Right? To the, oh, fight. I mean, I mean you know, fight to, to the defeat, like a physical confrontation, or we're actually like... <laughs> Like yeah, we haven't decided yet. Well, should, maybe our guests, like, I, I guess, guess it, should make the decision. Well, I guess for those playwrights that are dead, are we like it would if be they're at their prime? Like, yeah, yeah, we in their prime. They're prime. They're prime. And so, a physical fight, or thinking, like, or like, are there <laughs> or plays? Actually, there plays. I'm thinking more a physical fight, personally. Yeah. 
Because okay. he loves Bike Club. Take what they, the, like their style of writing, yeah. translate that to how they would fight and Ooh, see if they would Okay, this is out. why you're a yeah. playwright. That was very good writing this there. this works good. Because okay. like in fighting games, there are characters that they put in there that are like ridiculous, right? But mm-hmm. it's like their essence like exactly, comes out. Exactly, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. like there's a, a, a lawyer. So there's this character called Phoenix Wright. He's a lawyer in a video game. Which, which video game is that? It's called Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You play a lawyer. Yeah, did you not? Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. definitely picking that up. Yeah, and it's not really it. funny. No, it's okay. Well, anyways, he was in a fighting <laughs> game, right? And he was a lawyer, and so he was fighting people like Wolverine. You know, mm-hmm. and he was like throwing like briefcases at him and stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like the essence of the character versus. So it's like the essence of the playwright okay. versus okay. the other essence. Of the I other like that. I like that. Okay. Who would win? All right. Are we ready for round one? Round one. All right. Here we go, folks. Here we go. Round one. Fight. All right, wow. Chris, you want to take it for who Who do we have for round one? Well, let's just start with Shakespeare. Okay. Shakespeare versus uh, Chekhov. All right. And we have, for the okay. listeners who don't know, who I'm pretty sure most people know William Shakespeare. Might saw his movies or his plays. Mm-hmm. But who is Chekhov? So he's a Russian playwright. Ooh, um, Russians. Time frame is, I'm looking at Chris. 1800s. 1800s. <laughs> really, yeah. 1800s. Um, he wrote plays like The Seagull. The Seagull. Oh, the famous um, Seagull. Early 1900s, too. Uncle okay. Vanya. Uh, Uncle Vanya. Yeah. Those are all good. <laughs> he, I mean, he was like, a, he started the whole, uh, we're going to, I don't know if that's even true. They they give him credit for like natural type of writing, like yeah. natural uh, type of writing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, yeah. But they were writing natural plays in like the 1700s. People were like, yeah. Whatever, no, no, whatever. Yeah, um, but he, he perfected it. He perfected it. Yeah, he was got right guy at the right yeah. time. And he's he a, was, he's he a was pillar Russian too. So he's Russian. Like, he's a pillar in playwriting. Pillar. Yeah, he's a pillar. Yeah, a pillar. As much as Shakespeare is really like, uh, yeah, for in a different way. Yeah, writing, different time. yeah, history plays and comedy plays. Right. And mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. dramatic plays. Very different like styles, that. though. So like Very Shakespeare, yeah. you have. Now we're just talking about plays. No, but no, no. But this works out. Yeah, we got to get to the essence before the fighting. Shakespeare's like big and wacky, and like it has. Which is, yeah. well, okay. Chekhov so, is just guys uh, in a room talking about shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, so what you're saying to me is that Chekhov is more like a, a physical, like punching no, guy. No, 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 no. He's more Other of a way, sitting. Yeah. He's more yeah. of sitting down in chairs yeah. talking to each other. Ah, uh, and Shakespeare is more like. So yeah. if they were, we're fighting a sword fight, and there's gonna be witches and you know, maybe. You know I mean? So isn't uh, Manny Pacquiao? Is that his name? Yeah, there's a boxer. boxer. Yeah. Isn't his whole thing is I'm going to dance around um, so that nobody hits me, and that's how I'm going to win? Oh, that makes sense. Is yeah, that right. Yeah, I yeah. would say mm-hmm. maybe Chekhov's a little bit more like that. Except right, for he's happens. not going to yeah. dance around; he's just going to sit. He's just going <laughs> to yeah. sit. He's going to just sit there. And <laughs> Something happens at the end. The, that's so the funny. Similar things about the two playwrights is both mm-hmm. of their plays are going to be about three and a half hours long. Absolutely. <laughs> so this is Absolutely. a long fight. This is a long yeah. fight. This is going to be this a really a long, really fight. long fight. <laughs> I think they call it a fight of attrition. Right? I think that's a good. Yeah, I like that one. Pay per view. You're getting your money's worth. That's good because these pay per view fights with like you. See when it's only like fucking a minute fight and yeah, I yeah. paid mm-hmm. like seventy dollars. Yeah, right. exactly. come on, man. No, you're no, not gonna get I that. I mean, yeah, it, okay. it's gonna be a boring fight. Though. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, you won't understand. I just and if you're gonna, I, I, I would so assume great. we're gonna have the translated version. So right, like for Chekhov at least, mm-hmm. and so. You know, yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah. okay, so who who wins in this one? We got We got to pick some runners. Uh, Shakespeare. So you, you did Shakespeare? Shakespeare? All right. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chekhov. Um, Chekhov? Yeah. 
Especially if there's a gun in it, because if there's a gun in it, right. it's going to be used, he and Chekhov's going to be using it. Well, then and Shakespeare's going to he won't, gonna he won't okay. have a gun because he's going to have a he he's going to have a sword. A gun. Yeah, and so Shit. Chekhov's going to sit there and kind of he'll probably chuckle a little bit, but it'll probably be more like a <laughs> yeah, chuckle, right. and, yeah. then, and then he'll That's just shoot him. him and he'll win. Okay, Shit, so right. all right, I so assume there are, are there's there are. Um, you can use weapons in Fight Club. Oh yeah, yeah. everything, okay. magic, yeah. anything, dragons. Excellent. Well, not dragons, but yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, check off one round one. Oh, fantastic. Uh, okay, so are we ready for round two? Yeah, round two. All right, round two. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Round two. Fight. Okay. Now this one. This was a tough one, right? Mm-hmm. We got August Wilson and Arthur Arthur Miller. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you want to give us a little background on these two playwrights or for our listeners sure. who don't know? Uh, August, well, these are both American playwrights. Mm-hmm. They're um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the contemporary, you would say, yeah. Yeah, totally. 20th, mm-hmm. 20th century. Yeah. They're both pillars, two other pillars. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're, actually, they're pretty similar uh, in style mm-hmm. and tone. Um, they'd be probably of the same school in a way, you would yeah. try to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, August Wilson is famous for his uh, Philadelphia. Is that what it is? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Is that where all the plays take place? Yeah, I think so, right? It could, it could, yeah. Yeah, she, she just trains, writes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. just writes uh, plays about Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I really hope that's right. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> We're so, never going to hear about it. So, like, so he, he just writes, uh, he's a black playwright. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just writes about basically the same neighborhood, the same, you know, his recurring characters. Um, it's like this, it, it, he has, uh, and he's a pillar, right? He's, he's famous for very long monologues. Um, writing is how people talk uh yeah i'll dig you out a little bit yeah dig me out a little bit so it is philadelphia i think he, philadelphia. He, he's writing in yeah. philadelphia i don't think there are recurring characters there, there, but there's there that, are there's some that, grandma, that like you right? do is hear that, some yeah. names um from from time to time but right um he wrote a he wrote the decade plays the decade plays. so he wrote 10 plays that take place between 1900 and 2000 and he nice. each of his plays represent a different decade in the 20th century, right? Because it's 20th century. century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20th century. 20th century. There you go. That's yeah. what I was wanting yeah. to say. Um, and that's that's amazing. I, I, I yeah. think that he, like, doing that to the level that he did that, mm-hmm. quite amazing. Yeah. And he They're is from plays. Pittsburgh, so you are. It's Pittsburgh. Yeah. Is it Pittsburgh? So maybe it's Pittsburgh plays. It's Pittsburgh yeah. plays. Pennsylvania. Something says. in Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah. But, uh, We'll probably hear from his lawyers. We'll we definitely, we'll definitely will. But if you, there is one famous movie if you want to see uh, with uh, Denzel Washington, right? Uh, yeah. Fences. 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 Fences is probably yeah. his most famous play. And then mm-hmm. they just, uh, with um, Chad, Chadwick Boseman, Boseman and uh, Viola Davis, mm-hmm. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yes, that's mm-hmm. also his yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. most recent yeah. thing. His play's been made in movies for oh, years. Oh, yeah. Um, they're all really good. Yeah. Really and then play. Arthur Miller, so, uh, well, I might dig myself a hole here, but Mockingbird. No, no. Okay. No, okay. No. no, Arthur Miller. Arthur Miller Why'd you both have to say it like Arthur Miller is. Uh, <laughs> he's the other pillar of it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of pillars, right? Yeah. But yeah, he's a. It's also similar. Um, he's um. He did Death of the Salesman. Okay, Death of the Salesman. Crucible. Okay. Um, and among others, yeah. uh, Death of the Salesman is probably the one everyone knows. Um, but he he also is like uh, both of these people write about the common man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Blue, I'm blue collar, yeah, which I love. Experience. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And their struggles, yep. um, but they both add a little. Arthur Miller adds a little bit more of like some some more wacky stuff in there that people. Yeah, he's think. got a couple of plays yeah. that kind of break the 
the mold of that kind of well-made play that yeah. like death of a salesman and, and the August Wilson plays are. So like after the fall is like a dream play where mm-hmm. he's they're kind of looking, he's looking back at his life and it's, it, we're seeing moments here and there mm-hmm. that are making up the story versus like seeing a linear, mm-hmm. you know, story wow. of, a, of a salesman. Act yeah. one, um, act two, of, act three. Exactly. Gotcha. People exactly. say Arthur Miller and you get this idea in your head, like play. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not really like that. Really? When you actually read his plays. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he's also really good. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 But who would win in a fight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going August Wilson because I feel like he's meaty, man. Some meaty God. monologues. I mean, I think, yeah, yeah. And he's got, um, I think he's probably got more street cred. Let's just put that yeah. I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say August Wilson. So what, what I feel, if we get like, theater nerdy nerdy mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. yeah let's go um, deep and we talk about like colorblind casting and things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. i think that um a lot of theater folk may take an arthur miller play and say okay well i'm gonna uh, i'm going to take that and i'm going to set it you know with a different um ethnicity or a different race but i'm going to do the same play right mm-hmm. what august wilson what i feel august wilson did is like took the essence of what Arthur Miller and other American playwrights were doing mm-hmm. and wrote the African-American experience in America oh, that's yeah. and wrote new stories yeah. for us to see mm-hmm. versus let's just watch different people mm-hmm. tell the same story. It makes sense. And for that, I would say, like, I give him a whole ton of props for where potentially American theater is going today mm-hmm. um, because of that, because yeah. he'd started telling new stories. Mm-hmm. Not to say when Arthur Miller was, was writing stories that mm-hmm. his stories weren't being, you know, their, his mm-hmm. story, those stories were being told. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he's one of my favorite playwrights. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think what August Wilson did, um, you know, kind of. So you're saying like would, he found, he found the American stories not, and Arthur Miller kind of like put stories that came from the past and put an American bent on it. Like, like he, he trans instead of a King, it's like the same type of King story, but instead of a King, it's, it's a salesman. But what you're saying is like August Wilson found who we actually are in America and showed us that. I think mm. so. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I like his dialogue. We, uh, mm-hmm. I got the pleasure yeah. to do uh, two trains running in, in mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember Chuck Smith, the great Chuck Smith here in Chicago told me, uh, we were doing rehearsal and he told one of the actors, he was like, just so you know, because, you know, speaking of dialogue and the pace and saying the right words and everything, he was like, you're the you're the uh, clock in this play. And I didn't really like understand that, mm-hmm. you know, and then he was what he meant, what he was meaning was that that character, whatever you said or you're, you set the pace for this whole play the whole night. Mm, okay. So you, all your lines and everything, you have to be on cue because yeah, yeah. you're keeping pace. Okay. Because yeah. his yeah. dialogue and his plays are very specific and everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, that this character and, and then a lot of pressure on that actor, right? Yeah, for sure. To keep, and he wasn't Is that like why you're retired, huh? Is that why you're retired? <laughs> <laughs> Did that break you? <laughs> well, no, that wasn't my character. That wasn't my character. Oh, okay. I play like okay. an old man. I was killing my lines. Nice. No, nice. Nice. <laughs> and I was an understudy, so I uh, I only did one performance on that, unfortunately. Uh, but that was just a great production, and, and you know, to say you did August Wilson plays, kind of absolutely cool in college, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So. All right, so August Wilson, round two. Wilson yeah. All right, all right. Sorry, Arthur Miller. Yes, sorry. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Last round, last round we have. Last round, let's get our sound cue. All right, here we go, here we go. Last round. Round three. 
All right, round three. Who we got, Chris? Sophocles, for sure, because we talked about him last time. (laughs) And let's go with uh, Josh's favorite, second favorite, Carol Churchill. Sophocles versus Carol Churchill. What was the conversation about Sophocles last time? uh, We were talking about sequels. Yeah. Yeah. We said he wrote a sequel. (laughs) 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 He wrote a sequel to Oedipus. Um, Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, so I mentioned that. Like, sequels have been around for a long time. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. we did a whole whole episode. Is it a trilogy? Yeah, it's a trilogy. 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 We'll talk about the season three. But yeah, yeah, I think it started with... Well, we don't answer. You listen to our last podcast and you hear all the same thing. But yeah, so Sophocles versus Carol Churchill. Um, Well, who is Carol Churchill? Because I don't really know. I mean, when I hear Churchill, I just think about Churchill. Yeah, right. So if you rewind our podcast about, I think, 30 (laughs) minutes ago, we talked about Carol Churchill. She she was a British playwright. Mm -hmm, Um, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a famous play she did. Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine. Oh, she God. Okay, so we... Yeah, for those uh, who are listening to your podcast has not skipped back to the beginning, skip Ian is just not listening to his own podcast. Oh, my God. Cool. Oh, no, man. Oh, that's, that's, that's a good attribute of the host, not listening to your yeah, podcast. Right. But that's that cool. works. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that yeah. works. This is why um, I retired as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. This is this is a tough one. Uh, I'll just say Sophocles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you I mean, have anything got, to back I mean, it up with? He's got. I mean, he's got. He's what? Got, okay, these are very different yeah. playwrights. This is, just say, this is a this tough is a battle. This is a tough battle. They're going to come at you in completely different ways. Okay. Okay, with their powers. Yeah. Um. I mean, Sophocles is old school myth. You know what I mean? He's he's like <laughs> he's got the power of the gods behind him. Ooh, that's not the very yeah. a powerful enemy and eyes. Popping out and stuff. Carol Churchill, she'll get you a different way. She'll get you, like, she'll undercut you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't think you're going to know what she's going to throw at you. Exactly. Oh, see, I, I like that. I like that. You know like, what's going to happen. Yeah. Sophocles, you, you know exactly what's going to happen. Like, sometimes they tell you what's going to happen at the beginning of the exactly. play. Exactly. Yeah. There, there's a group of people in his play telling you what's going to happen yeah. in his play. Yeah, exactly. There's no yeah. one in Carol Churchill's right. plays that are telling you what's going right. to happen. So she's like the knife in the back. She's like the knife under the table. Oh, she's. You know what I mean? Oh, I like, like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to trip and then I'm going to actually stab you or yeah. something like that. Exactly. Like, oh, no. Like she'll she'll stab you in the eye, but she'll also get your heart. Oh, I'm Ooh, going with Carol yeah. all the way so, then. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that fight. I think yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. that's where I'm headed. I, I understand Sophocles have got the gods behind them, but like you know, I mean, <laughs> you have gods, but if you have a tricky person, I mean, exactly, it is a tricky person. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Let's just let's just do one more. This is really funny. Okay. All right, all right. Let's all just right. do a random. Like let's keep keep scrolling. Let's do a Brecht. He's let's oh. do a Brecht versus. Just scroll. Scroll and stop. up or down. Stop. 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 Okay. Uh, Ionesco or Lorca? Let's do let's do Brecht versus Lorca. Lorca did Blood Wedding, yeah, Blood Wedding, and Brecht did um, no. Three Penny Opera. Okay, no, uh, no, what is Blood Wedding? Oh, it's Lorca is from Spain. Um, it's like a um, it's it, it's it, they're intense and they're all about like people with intense passions. Okay, <laughs> it's about um, God, what is it about? There's like this crazy mother in it. Uh, that and then it's about a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like the red wedding or is no? It Ooh, yeah, is that where we got the red that. wedding from? Uh, oh, interesting. You no, know, maybe probably not. Maybe people die in it, but it's not like a death at the wedding. Okay, okay. okay. People's like, it's about like there's some guy mm-hmm. that everyone wants to get with. All the you know what I mean? There's oh, always a guy. Okay, there's always a guy. And then there's all these girls <laughs> that kind of fight over this guy. You know what I mean? This seems dated. One of, one of, one of us. Yeah, this seems a little dated. 
Well, Brett is. Uh, okay, maybe this is only fun for me. No, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good, Chris. You're I'm good. Not, you're I'm good. Not you're as good. familiar with Lorca. <laughs> yeah, um, but Blood Wedding is the only one that I know. So mm-hmm. in this fight, I would pick Brett because, okay. again, I think that he's got uh, a bunch of tools in his arsenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Lorca's just got Blood Wedding. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that and makes I, sense. And I would that assume he wins. That's not the case. But no, in I think my mind, that's the case. That makes sense for me too. I, yeah. I, I mean, he is from Spain, another, so that does yeah. give him a little bit of an edge. Yeah, so he right, may, right. maybe he gets Spain. to round two in terms of like if we're talking about boxing, he might hit round two. But yeah, I think I think two. Brett comes at him and, okay. and again. That works. Yeah. That works. All right. Do. Okay. okay. Yeah. Are we doing another one? one in the all world? right. Let me scroll. Scroll. Are we gonna do this again? Scroll. Okay. Let's stop. Stop. Oh my god. I don't know. Tony Kushner. <laughs> let's go. With Tony Kushner. <laughs> Tony Kushner. <laughs> and I know what to do. Tony Kushner versus. Uh-huh. Um, Tell me uh, Let's do Tennessee Williams. Tony Kushner oh. versus okay, Tennessee okay. Williams. Let's okay. Okay. No. So Kushner. See if I could get this one right. Angels in America. Yes, yep. you nailed it. Nailed, yep. it. nailed it. I did nailed theater, it. people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So oh, Andy Baker's number forty-one. That's pretty cool. I don't know what the numbers mean with this. Well, on this, this is yeah, ridiculous. this doesn't make any this sense. I mean, Lonsbury is number forty-five for, from whatever. Stage Milk. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. We should probably explain to the listeners what you're looking at, Chris. Oh, we're we're looking at a website with just we just listed um, because there's no random playwright generator because we 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 found yeah we looked for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's random Marvel character generators. There's no random play. Come on, internet. Come on, nerds. So we just have like a list of uh, playwrights, and he's just kind of scrolling up and down through. Mm Um, so we got Kushner versus uh, Tennessee Williams. (coughs) Tennessee Williams. Uh, Now that is (laughs) Killamocking. No, he's yeah. uh, no, again yeah. wrong. wrong. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Come he's a streetcar on. named Desire. Streetcar oh. named Desire. And also um, to kill a mockingbird. Yeah, it's, yes. so it's a, play. a play now. It is a play, but it, but it was a just book. Not, okay. Just a book. It's a book. Harper wow. Lee. Harper We're editing all this out. <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep that. I thought we were people keeping everything. Okay. I don't know who would win. I I think um, ooh, uh, that's a tough one. So this is, it. It I, I lean towards Kushner mm-hmm. for a similar reason why I lean toward August Wilson. Okay, because I also think that Kushner's Angels in America specifically mm-hmm. was a pivotal moment in American theater mm. and kind of changed the tra- trajectory of what kind of plays people are writing mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee Williams' volume of work, mm-hmm. and I would. Not not the historian. I would assume the plays he was writing at his time did did something similar um, because he's he's coming out of that same naturalistic mm-hmm. Arthur Miller, mm. August Wilson realm, but he's doing it earlier, mm-hmm. and um, he 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 has a the, all of his plays were like well made mm-hmm. like. Yeah, acclaimed plays. Yeah, so yeah, hit after hit after hit. hit. Oh, he's yeah. a hit maker. Oh, he's, he's a, a hit maker. maker. Oh, Glass yeah. Menagerie, Street Menagerie, Desire. Oh, man. You know, so you, you, you name Earth. those. You, yeah. you name. Just keep going. You name, just keep going. Uh, you, you think about Marlon Brando. He's Brando um, associated with. Yeah, you know, so uh, that's big. That's, that's big. Yeah. Like maybe. I don't know, but then Angels in America. People love that. He had Al Pacino right now. Angel America. Yeah, that was the HBO one. So in the, in the film version in of the his film play. version of the play. Yeah. Right. Well, the film version of, of you got Marlon Car- Brando. Mar- Marlon Brando. But then so you got Meryl Streep. She was in Angels in America, wasn't she? Like now we're just fighting yeah. actors. Yeah. Now we're just, just, now no, just no, actors. It's not actors fighting. It's just the playwrights. It's playwrights fighting. Yeah. Well, um, all right. If you're saying the other one, what's the other one? We're, uh, 
Kushner versus Tennessee Williams. I'm going to go Tennessee Williams. I'm going to go Tennessee Williams. If he has bangers. It's a sweep. Yeah. It's a sweep. I mean, that's I'm a lot of bangers. I only, know, yeah. I only know one play by Kushner, and that's Angels in America. Yeah, I mean, he has a couple plays that are really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think his breadth is there. Um, and, you know. But Angels of America did, like, they said yeah. it saved America, too. They, quote, unquote, yeah. saved America. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, people exactly. Oh, that's kind of big. Well, it was a oh, huge hit. Saved people it. loved it. Okay. And it was this six-hour thing. Right. Six hours in a... Per- but yeah, I, but I would split. think that, like, it, 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 yeah. some people could probably argue that Tennessee Williams started American theater. You could probably say that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Well, that's like, no one's okay. asking any follow-up I mean, questions. I, kinda think, say, right? <laughs> I do kind of joke that everyone who, everyone's trying to write, like, everyone who comes out of college, with player, except for Josh, uh, wants to try and write, like, Tennessee Williams. You know what I mean? Mm, They're like, definitely. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And so I read all these yeah. plays, you know, or whatever. And I'm just like, no, guys, you're not Tennessee Williams. No. Find your own thing. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. I feel like he's been a curse now okay. for, yeah. a, for sense. a long time. Yeah, you should really be writing like Terrence Madigan or Radigan. Yeah. Have you ever heard of them? <laughs> no, no, I have no bottom. idea what you're talking he's about like, right now. Like <laughs> he's at the bottom. He's at the bottom. Forget this guy. Sorry, Radigan we're still reading. Uh, Hell from Radigan. No, no, no. Um, all right. Okay. I think that's pretty good. That I good. don't know if anyone else enjoyed that, but I did. I did. Yeah, I that was great. Yeah, well, speaking of a joy, did you enjoy yourself? Yeah. Like on the podcast, yeah, on the podcast, coming over here, or well, no, on the podcast, I enjoyed it. Okay, good. I enjoyed it. I don't know what happened before. We don't want to know what happened before. Hope you did enjoy before, but uh, no, didn't enjoy it before. Like, I hope. What I mean, my life. You don't think I want to enjoy my life? I think you do enjoy your life. You have a beautiful daughter who's a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed myself here. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Of course. Yeah. Thank course. you. Thank you for showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Do some guests not show up? Is that what happens? Um, not, no, 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 no. They're all no, punctual. Yeah. Okay. Everyone, everyone shows Ready up. Ready to go. Yeah. That was on time too, right? Oh yeah. Oh, you were early. You were great. I was early. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you're on time, you're late, folks. And if you're 15 minutes early, you're on time. On that wisdom. On that wisdom. All right, all that wisdom right here. Let's get out of here, folks. All right, let's get out of here. See you guys. If you liked what you heard and you want to do it again, please like, follow, and subscribe. Do all the things. You can follow the guys on Instagram and TikTok at That Is Not A Podcast.